This week on Face Off Hockey Show, there's only one Patanza, but can Sean Leahy in the after effect know which one it is? It's going to be tough for him. We'll also talk about new captains being named and ATL Shouty a third time. We'll see if it's a charm. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. Click, click, whoa. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face yeah, Off Hockey it, Show. Yeah. With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys, Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. And no music means that Johnny's not here, or better music, the crisper music. It's Scotty here, and it's Mark with a C there. Pop dog! Ready for another Early adventure. this, early tonight. Super, on time for summer shows. On time for yes. summer shows. Uh, but yes, welcome. He is under, under the weather, so we will see how long we can hold him here uh, hostage. Yes, I got, uh, it's not the vid. Oh, thank God. No, uh, no, no fever. Um, none of that stuff, just a, uh, a dry cough that keeps me up at night and, uh, and headaches in the morning when I wake up because I've been coughing all night. You so. know, it sounds like the vid. Sounds it like does. And every time, <laughs> you know, I went to go get checked out on Monday and they were yeah. like, are you sure? Are you sure you, you tested before you came in? <laughs> yes. I don't have a fever. There's... Didn't have a fever. My heart rate was normal. Oh, that's My good. breathing was normal. All right. Well, good. No strep, no ear stuff. They couldn't figure it out. So they were just like, I can give you a prescription, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. Apparently, there's some sort of like pill that you can take that suppresses coughing. I was like, that doesn't sound real. I'm, I don't want you to don't even bother prescribing me that because that doesn't sound real. That does, not only does it sound real, that sounds like you're changing your genetics. It sounds like there's something in there that's changing there everything in you. There it is. There we go. I'm just slowly morphing into John. That's well, with age, I'm sure it comes. Yes. The allergies start to be a little bit more pronounced at 40. So, right. Yeah. Did you get anything done this week productively aside from, you know, scaring the people in the medical industry? Uh, no. No. Not I mean Hudson's birthday's coming up, so oh. we're trying to plan for that. Did you get in, on, uh, get in uh, on that Facebook settlement money? I hadn't heard of this. Oh, yeah, no. So you had to claim by uh, August 25th for mm. the 700, uh, $725 million class action settlement. Uh, apparently 17.7 million people did it. So it looks like about 30 bucks a pop. So, Not bad. Hey, 30 bucks that you didn't have before. Well, I wonder why they didn't advertise that on Facebook. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I learned about it on a TikTok. Well, then, hold on. Yeah. Class action lawsuits, you don't you're not supposed to opt in to class action lawsuits. You're supposed to have to opt out of class action lawsuits. You well, uh, nowadays <laughs> cuz your boy decided to opt in. Cuz hey, 30 bucks is 30 bucks, as I said, yeah. coming off the corner. Um so the deal is is that you opt in because if you don't reply to it, you technically opt out. So you had to be okay. Had to be active anywhere between 2007 and 2022 
I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. But back in my day, uh-huh. when you were when you bought records from Columbia Records or whatever it was, if you were on the registry and had a receipt, you were automatically in on that. Yeah. That class action lawsuit. Right. Yeah. No. Not now, man. Not now. So twenty. Apparently, twenty-eight million applicants for payments came in. So uh, there's that. Well, what was the issue? Uh, privacy. Data. Data scraping. Yeah, privacy. Yeah, yeah. Privacy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know how they gained access to eighty-seven million Facebook users' personal data uh, back in, uh, uh, according to the AP. So, Facebook done bad. Uh, so yeah, there we go. And, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be about uh, 30 bucks a pop. So, hey, all about that. How many baseball cards is that going to get you? Or hockey cards? It's going to get me a blaster box for sure. It'll get me a nice blaster box. And depending, like maybe three high-end cards of players that I don't necessarily know. Uh, okay. But, yeah, still Could you it. easily flip that 30 into, could, say, 60? <laughs> so I, could, I could make that and just uh, flip it? Uh, maybe. Depends on yeah. who the player is. Um. We went up to Winnipeg this weekend. Okay. Uh, How'd that go? It went great. We, we had to send some stuff up that we had for Katie that we didn't want to pack. Come come with us. Obs. Uh, so Jen got some fun stuff when we went to Joe Daly's uh, memorabilia and sports shop in Winnipeg. Beautiful place. A lot of vintage stuff. Joe Daly, the WHA goaltender and uh, Winnipeg Jets legend, uh, runs the shop. Uh, okay. So she got herself a 1973-74 uh, Golden Seals media guide um so she's got that going for <coughs> what else did she get in here uh she got herself a 1951 hockey guide to who's winning hockey oh who's who and ho- did you have to pay to get part of that i wonder that's I, what we had to do maybe the players have to <laughs> opt in and send in like 99 dollars right. and a headshot <laughs> listen boy you gotta go do this uh she also got this nice little Maple Leaf Gardens uh, thing from 75 or something like that. I can't remember if read the date, but. Okay. 70, sorry, 6162 from Toronto, Detroit. And back in the day, she also got 25 years of hockey nights. In Canada. In Canada. So. Wait, hold on. So when did Hockey Night in Canada start? Or is that where Hockey Night in Canada got its name from? Uh, 25 years of Hockey Night in Canada. So it started in 49. So this is from 1960. Is this one? Okay. Um, I got something. The Grey Cup 1995 program. Nice. Is Baltimore there? Yeah, Baltimore Stallions? Yeah, the Stallions uh, is in there. Hold on. I, Beautiful. I, guess, guess what I goofed up. I didn't hit what? record on this one. So audio, I didn't hit record on the... Uh, eh. So it's fine. Hold on. Didn't hit record on the audio, uh, video, but we got on the audio. So yeah, it's this is the one that the, the Stallions won. So their last year there, as you can see, their fancy logo here is they beat the other horse logo team, the Stampeders. So I got that one. Uh, then we got some cards. I uh, well, I got some cards. Jen got some cards. Everyone got some cards. Um, Joe Daly's great card place. Bought a box of hobby for AHL things. Uh, so you got the Brian Hayward card with the mask, that Sharky mask. Iconic. Beautiful. Um, got myself a Dylan Cousins card just because I like the canvas cards and I like the pride jersey they have there. Pretty sick. Those are nice. Um, got myself a nice, sick uh, Milan Hayduke patch. Beautiful. Beautiful out of uh, nothing. There's no, no name on that, but it was pretty sick. Jen 
got this Glenn Hall like box. Is top. it real real signed or faux signed? Um I can't tell. I think it's faux signed. Uh but it's a box top. It's number twenty seven of forty eight photo. Wow. Yeah. So you got those this is the original <laughs> one. And then she got this uh nineteen fifty seven fifty eight. Toe Blake. Toe Blake. Toe Blake. Is that a is it so he was even a coach at the time? Yes. And he got his own card? Yeah. Do they do that? Uh do they not, they'd still put coaches on not cards? Not anymore. They use I think they stopped it like the pro set back in the uh that shitty pro set, uh ninety ninety one pro set. Because I seem I seem to remember in baseball cards, like Sparky Anderson used oh, to yeah. get his own card all the time. Honestly, they should get their own cards. Um but Yeah. But yeah, no, we got a nice little haul there. Said uh, said see you later to Joe because we won't be traveling up to Winnipeg because that's a hell hell of a haul. Um, but yeah, had a good trip to Winnipeg, and we are almost done our move. <sighs> Next Thursday, we pack everything up, and uh, good times, great memories, all involved. So there we go, we've done it. But this this week, Mark, we have a Patreon. Do you know we have a Patreon? I've heard. You've yes, heard, you've heard stories. You've heard pray tell that we've had a Patreon. If I brought, if I, you know what, I'd better if I brought up the Patreon sooner. But here we are. But what we do is we ask you for money at Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockeyShow. Give give what you can. One dollar gets you the video show. Uh, Five dollars you can help choose a segment, and it's good times had by all. Um, you can you can be like uh, the people that we're gonna name right here, like uh, like Cloudy. Tyler, Jerome, Pat, uh, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contributed, so can you. Patreon.com slash Face of Vodka Show. Um, Cloudy won a damn diecast last week because we were giving yeah. away our diecast to our Patreon. It was a close one. That was a good, that was a, that was one for for all time. It was a, we it had was, to go to the photo finish and zoom in. We had to zoom it in, and it barely won it. Um, so this week we're talking about legacies. Not the legacies that college kids get, uh, you know, even though they have like a 1.9 GPA, but their grandfather. But Manny and his family. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're talking about Carey Price's legacy, who says that, barring a miracle, his career is pretty much done. <coughs> so he went under underwent knee surgery, many knee surgeries. Um, he said that I'm still under contract. I still hold hope that I may play again, but the probabilities are falling by the month. Um, to take stress to the goaltending position, the knee is not where it needs to be. So for now, I'm going to try to continue and rehab my knee to a position where it's fit for life in general. He's got right. three more years at 10-5, uh, so he will put that on LTIR. When you look at Carey Price's career, where does he stack up against his his uh, his peers? Um. I feel like, I mean, he had an unfortunate run there at the end, but, I mean, he was at the top of his class for, for many, many years there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went to at least one cup final. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, was, uh... Never won one, though. Nope. Uh, he did have a heart trophy? And or a just a Vezina? Both. So both? Both. That's what I thought. Yep. So <laughs> as far as personal accolades go, and the year that they they went to the cup final was the year that they were like an eight seed, right? The and year, they barely snuck in. Uh, it was the the bubble. It was it even it was even the COVID year where yeah. they they weren't they were weren't even top sixteen no. that year. Not at all. They, they... So I mean that there's something to be said for that. Uh, personal accolades. I think that he. I think that he winds up being a Hall of Famer, even even with all this other stuff. 
Um, he will absolutely wind up somewhere in the Canadians' front office, is my guess. Absolutely. And he'll be a Canadian for life. Um, so his legacy as a player will just be ch- the, the first chapter of, I'm sure, a very long Canadians' career. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't see... I don't see uh, anything being tarnished by the fact that, you know, he not only was injured, but the other reasons why he wasn't playing over the years. um, I don't think that that affects his status as one of the the top goaltenders in his era. Yeah. Um, Let me let me shoot some stats for you. And this is these are franchise records here. Franchise record in games played by a goalie at seven hundred and twelve. Mm-hmm. Franchise record for wins at 361, which is crazy, which is absurd. Think. That and, and it sucks that he's that close to 400 wins, and yeah. he's not going to get there. Uh, right, but I mean, like the franchise record for most teams oh, for yeah. wins is like a hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 150 tops. Yeah, and you're talking about the Canadians who have also had like 250 goaltenders over there. Right, exactly. The lo- yeah uh a lifetime 917 save percentage that's not that's none too shabby at all yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, gold uh gold in the olympics in sochi Mm -hmm. goal in the world juniors in sweden uh goal in the in the world cup of hockey in 2016 Tirana. this guy international play alone is going to get him in Mm -hmm. um calder cup with the hamilton bulldogs his first season out of junior so uh he, yeah, he played that, that whole season in Tri-City and then played two games the regular season and backstopped the Bulldogs to uh, the Calder Cup that, that summer. Yeah, we're, we weren't we just talking about that last, last week, week yeah. about how goalies typically have to do their time, and he won the Cup while he was doing his time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that, that falls under <laughs> to that also our thesis that because you don't have tape on a goalie, uh, you can't score on him, which is the uh, Johan Hedberg, Patrick Olim, uh tropes. The, why yeah. they're so good to start is because you don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, forty-two thousand minutes in net—that's insane. Well, Bennington, if you if you want to if you want to keep throwing out goalies that oh, sure. got the like extremely hot starts and then fell off a cliff, yeah. Jordan Bennington is right on top of that list for me. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. Blaine Locker. Well, I mean, Carrey had like two years where he was. Good though. Yeah, that's true. And he won a, a Vezina in, in one of those two years. Bennington, like, came out of the gate, like, led the Blues on Good a playoff cup. run, and then it was shit every year after that. Won the cup, and then boom, <coughs> there he is. He's ready to go. But yeah, no, I'm with you. I think now is he a first ballot Hall of Famer, or is he going to wait down the line? You think? Mm, I, I guess it depends on when he actually. I, I mean, there's no reason to retire, right? If you're collecting ten million dollars a year for oh, the next God, three no. yeah, years, yeah, yeah. so, um, so it just depends on the class that comes out in in three years, I guess. But, sure. and that's the other thing, you know, recency bias mm-hmm. is probably going to be in favor of those players that actually play until they retire, whatever you know, in 2026 or whatever, right? That's a fair point. So having Carey Price on that ballot at that time is not going to be in his favor. So he's probably not a first ballot Hall of Famer, is my guess. No, unless the unless that class is just dog shit, <laughs> which you never know. 
Yeah, but uh, Ovechkin could easily be in that class. Twenty the twenty twenty six retirement class. I well, if not before that. Yeah, well, and well, you got to figure they retire <laughs> if he breaks the record. When he breaks the record, does he get the the Gretzky treatment and doesn't have to wait the three years? No, absolutely not. Just that next year. Here I'm sorry, is. nobody's gonna get the Gret. Nobody else is ever gonna get the Gretzky treatment because. I, I'm kind of surprised that they're still they saw number 99 retired across the league, because the the automatic Hall of Fame induction mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem. I don't know. There's there's too much that can go wrong. Sure. There's too many things that people are like. Oh well, why is this guy so special versus oh if Ovechkin's get, gonna get in right away, why not Sidney Crosby right away, True. and this and that and like. True. The, nah, the the Gretzky thing, gonna, no. me and Jen were having this conversation um, the other night because uh, I think we were talking about how she was saying that she didn't like the idea that 99 was retired across the league. And I said, listen, this is for the other players who try to want to wear 99 and don't want to get ridiculed. I mean, Josh Hosang tried to wear number 66 uh, as a goof and people just ragdolled him and just like, how dare you not know about the game? Um, Southern Ontario man strikes again. But I mean, it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like it, you're almost protecting the other people because stupid Brian Lawton wore number ninety eight because he thought he was just a one step down from Wayne Gretzky, and then he just flatlined his entire career. So you're almost saving the other players who want to try to be bold and stupid about it. But yeah, eh, maybe. Still, I don't know. It's just <sighs> I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get the waiting period for Hall of Fame. If you're a Hall of Famer, you know right away. Like how put Crosby and Ovechkin like the same year they they if they retire that next year boom you're in. I'd say give it, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. give it one year. Okay, fair. You don't need to give it. How many is it now? Two or three? Three. So you gotta not you gotta wait three years. That's that's crazy. I say like give it one year. I think it's right. I think it's three. Yeah. I think you're right. It's either three give or it five. one year, right? If you decide you want to unretire. Like Timu Solani did that one year. But I don't even think he retired. I think he just was still making a decision on whether he wanted to come back. If you file your papers, your clock starts. Yep. Right? If you decide to unfile your papers, then whatever. If you you get inducted to the Hall of Fame, you can't come back. That's it. Game over. End of story. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, one year is sufficient, I think. But then, you know... You can't change it now because if you go from the three-year period to the one-year period, now you got an influx of you got too many people. You got to up. I guess you got to go from four players to like twelve players that year. Right. That you do that right, mm-hmm. and let more people in so that because you you're you know, you made you made the line that much longer. Uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame inducted Mario Lemieux immediately <laughs> after his first retirement, and then he came back to play. So. Hey, there you go. See, they're not going right. to make that mistake again. No, they're just like, nope. This is good. how dare you. Um, so Mario Lemieux is the only active hall of uh, only Hall of Famer to be active in the NHL. Yep, and then play games afterwards. Yep, that's hilarious. <laughs> well, so I guess they they did sort of induct him when he was being treated for cancer. Well, I yeah, guess at that I, yeah, point yeah. there may have there they thought maybe there was a chance that he wasn't going to turn the right way on that, and Jesus. maybe they wanted to indu- induct him <laughs> while he was fighting cancer. They're like, they're, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Well, maybe that's the way they feel about Pat Burns. Like, ah, he's going to get fine with the treatment, and then they just didn't. They're like, we don't want to get Lemute again, 
And then, yeah. <laughs> then Pat Burns passes away, and away we go. And don't get us wrong. Obviously, we're happy that Lemieux, you know, turned the corner. We have nothing, we have nothing, against, have nothing cancer. against cancer. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, some captain's news. Quinn Hughes named captain of the Vancouver Canucks. He becomes the 15th captain in team history. Mm-hmm. Adam Lowry is named the Winnipeg Jets captain. I think he's like the third or fourth Winnipeg Jet. I think I saw third. Third? Okay, that makes sense. So there you go. Congratulations to those guys. Mark? Who were the other two? I think Andrew Ladd, and then who else? Andy Ladd and Blake Wheeler? Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, Blake Wheeler or Shifley? I can't remember which. I want to say Sh- maybe it was Shifley. <coughs> um, Mark, how do you feel about Atlanta? I love Atlanta. Yeah. Great, great town. Wonderful. I hate the airport though. Airport yeah. sucks. That's what I hear. But otherwise, I hear the ed- airport's not great. Uh, oh yeah, the Winnipeg Jets stripped uh, Blake Wheeler of the captaincy last year. Stripped. Yeah. Okay. Stripped of the sea. Stripped of the sea. Um, Lyle Richardson joins us. Uh, welcome, Lyle. Welcome back. Congratulations. Hey. Oh, thank you. How's your thank vacation? you. It's a good time. By the way, congratulations on another year of uh, slideshows. Thank you. Yes. So another. Finish your report, slideshow king. There you go. <laughs> Do you get any input on the the photos that get chosen for the slideshows? Yes. You do. I full, full. You have one hundred percent. One hundred percent. As nice. as far as Getty Getty Images and and Associated Press from their vast vast actually quite vast library. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't so, sure if yeah. that was just like some intern. You like write a blurb about you know, whoever, and then some intern has to go pull a photo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. We're a we're a cutting edge uh, cutting edge crew over there at the at BR. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, the, actually, the the most difficult ones to do is when I, when I do the mock draft. And in fact, I'm doing my way too early, my annual way too early mock draft uh, at the end of this week. And finding images for some of these kids uh, that are some of the top prospects are not. <laughs> let, let's just say they're they're not very, as well known yet. You know, especially if you're especially if they're in Europe, if they're sure. Europeans, unless yeah. they're a you know, a, a notable name. You, when you when you start getting into the bottom half of the of, yeah. of the first round of your picks, you're you're starting to pull some obscure names, and you're that's trying when to you find just them. yeah, that's when you just go to one of those AI image generators <laughs> and type in the name hockey player name with the hockey player, and then like see, just see what pops up. Generic hockey player. And player. use that. Actually, that's where we go. <laughs> we just grab a screen capture of uh of, of if if the kids got video on YouTube, we do like a screen capture. Oh, there of, you uh, go. And throw that, that on there. That 240p. Uh, <laughs> resolution. Uh, what do you want for nothing? Exactly. Uh, hey, so glad he- glad you're here, Lyle. I'm glad you're here for this one. Oh, what do you okay. think about it? What do you? How do you feel about the city of Atlanta? I I have no uh, feelings against them. Uh, what you know? Uh, I I I don't have any any thing to say because i've never been i understand it's very nice i I understand the peach cobbler is very nice and that's no that's a pie not a sexual thing so don't don't go there don't go there scotty i anticipate could be both i'm I'm back fresh from vacation brother and i know where you're going whenever i say something obscure uh could be both lyle you don't know oh i know know. uh that's a peach gobbler no (laughs) that's what it's both one letter at the start. Actually, yeah. one is one is a uh, is a uh, is a is a lesbian fun time. 
We'll just leave it at that. Um, I could well, eat a peach for hours. I, pff, damn. Mm. Going to the country, Shout gonna out eat Brittany. a lot of peaches. Uh, hey, uh, you know you know who else loves Atlanta? Who? Gary Bettman. Um, no. And Bill Daly. What the devil you say? As rumors are coming out that Atlanta could be back for a third time. Those actually, those rumors have been kicking around since March. Yeah, Kevin Weeks, Weeksy, who's, yeah. who actually is a delight, by the way. Oh, yeah, he's great, know, great Weeksy, Weeksy's pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, no, but the, the, yeah, those rumors have been kicking around. But now, uh, you know, it's not Batman. It's 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 his uh, his lieutenant there, his right hand man, the, uh, the the Mister Mister Clean, uh, you know himself, uh, Mister Clean, uh, you know, Bill <laughs> Daly, yeah. and. I, I was just trying to figure out where I was going to go with that story. Sorry, uh, but anyway, yeah, but Bill Daly's saying, hey, listen, uh, you know, demographics have changed since we were there uh, over a decade ago. And, you know, if you build an arena and you've got deep pockets, uh, come see us. We'll talk. Yeah, they're ready to go. Mm. Things are going. Oh, let's 10 years from now, they'll be in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll sure. be up to 34. We'll be. 33, 34 teams. Well, the, you know that's going to happen. Fo- Follow-up question to that. Mm-hmm. What Canadian market needs a team 10 years later when the team financially drains himself? <laughs> well, mm. we all know Quebec's got the arena. There we go, baby. There we Send go. Send it to Saskatchewan. Yeah, I would right. say <laughs> somewhere out there. They tried many, many moons ago. We almost had the Saskatoon Blues, which, by the way, I think would have been awesome. But anyway, would have been great. Uh, would have been great. You, wait, you talk about your small markets. I think Winnipeg's small. Boy, howdy. Uh, but yeah, that's you know that's really the only the only Canadian market that's left is Quebec City. They've got the arena. They got the venue. They just they got the beat. beat. They got the beat. The beat. They uh, got the beat. Is Hamilton just off the table now? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The cops Coliseum is is way too old now. Yeah. And yeah. So and and let's be honest. Buffalo and Toronto are not going to have them on their patch. Absolutely no, no way. No. So, nope. Uh, speaking of the Thrashers <laughs> and the uh, captaincy of the Winnipeg Jets, Andrew Ladd retires. Yes, former first round pick of uh, the Carolina Hurricanes because he won a two Stanley time, Cup yeah. there. Two time Stanley Cup champion with the Canes and then with the Blackhawks. Yeah, so wound up wound up going to the Thrashers because, as we all know, and it's the running theme theme on this show. Dale Talon doesn't know how to use a fax machine. Not a goddamn mm-hmm. clue. Not Zero a clue. clue. Cost them, it cost him Andrew Led. It cost him Dustin Bufflin. It cost him, uh, um, oh my God. His name, Dave, Dave Bolin. Dave Bolin, yeah. Was another one. There were a couple others there too, yeah. For sure. Oh, but it was Led and Led and Bufflin were the two big losses that wound up uh, traded to uh, your Atlanta Thrashers. Spe- speaking of uh, interns, couldn't they have... After the first time that happened, <laughs> couldn't they have just found an intern that knew how to do this for them? First of all, I want to know what's going on in Chicago. What was going on in Chicago around that time? A lot of cover-up, yeah. Lyle. A lot of cover-up mm, going on. Mm, mm. Well, maybe that was kind of a blessing. Well, I put it to this. I put it to you maybe uh, that the whole Kyle Beach thing maybe wouldn't happen if Dale Talon was the general manager. Let's just throw that out there. You know, hey. We don't know. I'd like, to th- I'd like to think that it would not have happened on his watch. But anyway. Dale Talon, though, he did build the Blackhawks into uh, into a three-time Stanley Cup champion, the basis of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of that was because he had the, I believe he was the one who acquired, I may be wrong, but was he not the one who acquired Andrew Ladd from the Carolina Hurricanes? I believe so, yes. I thought so. So there you go. 
So that's one arrow that you cannot. Uh, that's one feather. You, by the way, you cannot put in your in your in your quiver there, uh, Stan Bowman. Take yeah, the, uh, I think that. did he acquire Andrew Ladd at the draft though? Did he only have to walk across the room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the looks of it, uh, nope. He midseason. Oh man, so yeah. He actually had to make phone calls. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Andrew Ladd uh, had a pretty, pretty good career there. His best years, though, were were definitely with uh, with the uh, Thrasher slash Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he chased that big, big money with the Islanders in 2015, and then he suffered the knee injury, and it was all downhill after that. He did. He, he did play for some great team names: uh, the Port Coquitlam Buckaroos. Hey, there you go. Uh, the uh, the Albany River Rats. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Of course, uh, former BCM hockey alum, uh, or actual BC hockey alum, the Low Lock Monsters. So another good uh, good team name. Yep. Uh, I love creativity in team names. That's why I still love uh, like Swamp Pirates and the the you know ones like that. This this the the, the Ghost Pirates and Swamp Rabbits. Swamp sorry, Rabbit, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I got them confused. But either one would be acceptable. ECHL bringing yeah. all the good names, man. <laughs> exactly. Ghost Pirates and Swamp Rabbits. That was, uh, I think, Taking Back Sunday's third yes, album. exactly. Right? That was the Halloween album. <laughs> yeah. uh, Are you uh, sure that wasn't some marketing thing like Biker Mice from Mars? Come on. God, great. Remember, remember when every every animal had their own like thing? Mm, back in Biker the 90s. I know this Mars. because my son was five then, and he watched the shows, and we had to collect all the merchandise. Street oh, Sharks. Yeah. Uh Good street stuff. sharks. Love street sharks. I oh my god, I forgot about them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was just biker mice from Mars stuck out so well just because <laughs> it was just so absurd. Well, then there you got stuff like the California raisins and they sold merch too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys that get that up there? Thing, that was a late eighties thing though. That was like <laughs> uh it started it started off, yeah, like you said, they were raisin pitchmen and then they wound up getting their own show, their own cartoon show and yeah. yeah. And then Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh well, that was old. Like that was that was that was a resurrection. Alvin and the Chipmunks was was big in the '60s. I remember those when I was a kid. Well, it was, but it used to be just a musical act, and then they made a cartoon out of it. Well, yes, that yes, that is true. But for the longest time, yeah, it was like a novelty musical act in the in the mid to late '60s. Yeah, which was basically just uh, you know the the guy doing the voice, and they sped up his voice. You know, it, yeah. it was a clever gig, but you know, and it you know, but yeah, the whole thing that made it funny was the the sped up voices. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all those and then you know lest we forget the teenage mutant ninja turtles and then after well that, the they're the, the granddaddies of them yeah, all who yeah. are back for yet another incarnation yeah never mm-hmm. left never left nickelodeon bought that property they're driving that into the ground man oh hell yeah mm-hmm. well i mean hey but not? You know, let, let's not be too harsh on them. i mean if you can have multiple batman superman oh, and spider-man franchises and if you can do the avengers like 20 times over hey 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 you can Look, do the Ninja Turtles as often as you do. My well. my son is obsessed with Ghostbusters, and there's another Ghostbusters movie coming out next year. Yeah. So there you go, there you go. And is, I was is, he's is, obsessed with the Ghostbusters cartoon. I was going to remember say that because that's, that's the what real I was. Ghostbusters from from the late '80s. Exactly. And the real Ghostbusters. When yeah. I was seven and eight years old, I yeah. used to watch that, but I had to wait for Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. My son gets to roll through thirteen of them yeah. in a day. Yeah. I mean, you you were seven watching them with your cereal. I was twenty three nursing hangovers watching those on Saturday mornings. <laughs> hey, okay, man, that works. So don't even go there it's with me, brother. It works, brother. You're good. 
Yeah. It's just it's just so funny. You're like, you know, seven, eight year old Scotty or uh, Johnny and Mark and Scotty there watching these cartoons. And here's Lyle, 23, 24 years old, hungover <laughs> watching cartoons. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like you're watching Get cartoons. this shit over with so we can watch Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh. Uh, so Mike Babcock's in trouble already. Again, mm, uh, allegations yeah. against the two biggest people you'd hate to defend. So really, no one wins here. Mm, As mm. apparently Paul Bissonette on his podcast Spin Chicklets said, an anonymous player from the Blue Jackets uh, texted him, and I quote: uh, "20 stories exactly the same. I'm about to tell you." Babcock, call, Babcock called in the players from his team. He'll say, let me see your phones, open up your photos. I want to see who you are as a person, Bissonette said on Tuesday's show. So the players, this is Bissonette as well, so the players in the past have obviously handed over their phones. They plug it in, and I think the video coach plugs it in. They bring it up to the flat screen, and it goes through the camera roll on your phone. Blah, blah, blah. Allegedly, this is supposed to be like a team-building thing. Uh, Babcock acknowledged requesting photos from players, but denied how the process was portrayed on the podcast. It was while meeting with our players and staff, I asked them to share off their phones, family pictures as part of the process of getting to know them better. Uh, those were absolutely nothing more than that. Boone Jenner said... Uh, Boone what? Jenner said the whole thing was blown out of proportion yeah. as well. Yeah, he, <laughs> he said he said that, yo, yeah, he was having his first... It was his first meeting with Babcock. Um, you know, Babcock said, you know, listen, uh, you know, basically his side of the story was, listen, uh, I'd like, I'd love to see photos of your family if you have them on your phone. And he also showed fa- photos of his family, mm-hmm. right? It was sort of like getting to know you, want to get to know you as a person, you know, Boone Jenner said, yeah, sure. No problem. Showed him some pictures. Johnny Goudreau said the same thing. Said, Hey, there was no issue. I had no problem with it. Blah, blah, blah. So somewhere along the line here, either this thing did get blown out of proportion. Now, the league and again, Bill Daly jumping in here as well. But he was asked about it. He said and he said, no, there's no to their 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 line of thinking. There was no issue with this. He said the NHLPA looked into it and he's and Daly said that this what the 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 players told, you know, what the the players told the PA was did not jibe with what uh, Bissonnette was saying. So we've kind of got a bit of finger pointing going on here. Um, you know, on the one hand, I would say this, that uh, with Babcock, he's under a much harsher spotlight now because of, of course, the bullying allegations that were made against him after he was fired by the Leafs in 2019, both during his tenure with the Leafs and then before that, going back with the Red Wings. So he's under a much harsher spotlight. Um, I also, you'd also have to think, though, that uh, there might be somebody there either on the Blue Jackets organization or maybe a, a player or a former player who has an axe to grind with, with Babcock uh, heard about this and uh, got a hold of Bissonette and said, did you hear what they're doing, what he's got them yeah. doing? Yeah, and see, this is where the disconnect is for me. <clears throat> mm. If it was any other source, I'd be like, there might be something here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd, Paul Bissonnette is not like the Woodward and Bernstein <laughs> type for me. <laughs> right. No, but by the by the same token, though, I think if he was, I think if he was told something, though, he was going to run with it. I I don't know if Bissonnette has a history with Babcock or anything like that. I don't know if he's got an axe to grind or anything like that either. So I'm not going to be in any position here, one way or the other. Uh, but. Um, 
yeah, you've you've got you know part of the part of this thing though is is you've got the the jackets and the league and the PA plus several key jackets players are all defending Babcock saying no no listen this was nothing you know he wasn't forcing players to to you know to give up their phones so he could see what pictures are on by the way if anybody did if any employer did that to me I'd give them my phone and within 5 minutes they'd be like why are there so many pictures of scotch bottles on your on your phone yeah. you know but you know, the thing is, is that he he's under a very harsh spotlight. There's all this stuff that this baggage that he comes in with, you know, somebody s- says something to Bissonette who's run, who, whether you like Bissonette or not, he runs a very, he has a very popular podcast. Plus he also does, he's a talking head on, was it TNT? Yes. I think for mm-hmm. for NHL coverage. So he does have a, a wide audience here. But you've got players, as I was saying, though, you've got players in the league and the PA are all saying, you know, listen, nothing untoward happened here. This was totally he just he just asked if they would care to share photos and kind of, a you know, getting to know you thing. Uh, but you've also got his critics and there's some even some even in the media who are saying, why is the league or why are there there people in the PA or why are there people in the Blue Jackets continuing to carry water for this guy? And I think everybody just kind of needs to step back here for a second because, you know, this this may not very well may not be the big scandal that is kind of trying to be made out of this. And if it's not, you're going to have some people that are going to look awfully fucking stupid when this is over. Right. You know, if it turns out that this was totally, you know, innocuous, there's nothing wrong was done here. You know, but on the other hand, if this was Babcock saying, give me your phone, I want to see your pictures. Well, you know, yeah, that that goes to lend some credence right. to uh, the fact that this leopard may not have changed his spots all that well, much. Not not, ex- not exactly a good trust building exercise. Well, no. Well, and, and I think you look at it, too, like he's lost all benefit of the doubt in the oh, fact oh, that he yeah. has never he's he yeah. has not taken that road to make things better off of what he did. But. But I uh, see this is where I would disagree. If you're just saying, hey, listen, you know, uh, I'd like to get to know you guys better, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd like to just see, like, do you have some family photos just so I can see what kind of, you know, I just want to, you know, see what your families are. So I'm going to peep, you know, kind of guys you are. You know, I got some here. Here's pictures of my family. You know, this type of person I am. Yeah. This is this could be just totally innocent, in which case it's something that's being blown out of proportion. And it could be his critics are just waiting to pounce on the smallest little thing. That could be blown out of proportion. Now, if you've got some players on the team saying, listen, I wasn't comfortable with that, but he was demanding. Well, OK, <laughs> yeah, that that can still be a bit of an issue. But again, as we said, he's he as you said, Scotty, he's he's lost all benefit of a doubt. And as I said, he's under a much harsher spotlight. So I think this is something where. um yeah, it's going to be kind of a rough road here for him, and he's going to have to build trust, and he's going to have he's got a lot of work ahead of him. He's not only going to try and turn this team around, he's got to try and build some trust, you know, and and silence his critics. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how this. It's going to be a great. Uh, mm. So one guy who ripped on Babcock on a said spit and chicklet show, saying he ripped Re- Johan Franzen so much that Franzen had a breakdown. Chris Chalias is going to have his number retired by Chicago on February twenty fifth. In a big fuck you to Brent Seabrook. 
So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's how things go. I, uh, I wouldn't call that a big fuck big you to fuck, Brent uh, Seabrook. Just stroke, stroking this hockey stick between their legs. Like it's a well, you you can call it and that then, because uh, until, you know, it, 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 you know, did Brent Seabrook play uh, the second most games in NHL history? Did Brent Seabrook win uh, three Norris trophies? Did Brent Seabrook win four Stanley Cups? No, no. Won three Stanley no. Cups. Uh, so, yeah, he won three, but he didn't win four. Yeah, well, yeah. guess what? Did did Chelios win it with all the same team? No, he won jack <laughs> shit with the uh, the Blackhawks. Yeah, how many Norris trophies did Seabrook win? He won seven. No, did I know did. about that? Won. Yes, he did. He absolutely did. Stop it. <laughs> you're, th- you're thinking don't of look it up. Lidstrom. No, no Lidstrom. wait, hold on. Same Let me edit Wikipedia forms. really quickly. Yeah, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Lindstrom in, in Swedish is Seabrook. Come on. Exactly. It means breaking the sea. Seabrook, you know. But no, I mean, you know, see Brent Seabrook, uh, better number seven on the Blackhawks than Chris Chelios. Simple as that. Uh, uh, Chris Chelios was the better number seven on the Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Then why didn't they retire That's his number earlier? Most of his Norris why didn't they retire his the number Hawks. earlier? The Blackhawks, who were not, by the way, a, a particularly good team back back in the 90s, <laughs> but it was because of players like Chelios that they at least were competitive. Yeah. This is back in the in the friggin' dollar bill Wurtz era, too, could, in Chicago. So Okay. So while we're on topic, could you imagine if – Alexander Ovechkin had picked number 12 instead of number 8 to wear for the Caps. That would have been amazing. What kind of predicament would the Caps be in right now? <laughs> because they're still, I'm sure, planning to retire Bonder's number at some when? point. When? <laughs> yeah, when? 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 They're when? taking as long as the Blackhawks took to do Chelios. It's been 25 yeah, know, right? years. But Bonder... then, but 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 if, with, if Ovechkin had been wearing twelve this whole time, they'd have they'd have no way to retire Bonder's number anymore. They'd be, they'd well, be they it. almost he had. Came, a... Listen, Bonder, Bonder, Bonder was was before the current ownership. They don't they, to to the current ownership to Ted to, to to you know your your owner yeah, there. Teddy yeah. Ball game. Yeah. Teddy yeah. Teddy, yeah, he was there with it's... Teddy Ball game though. He was there yeah. with him. Was he? Was yeah, he there? Yeah, yeah, Teddy? Yeah. yeah, but was yeah. he in his prime when Teddy Ballgame? Yeah, there? yeah. Well, there he you got go. traded no, for no, Brooks Like. No, I'm side with Mark. Fuck the fir- the first thing Leonidas <laughs> did was trade him for Bo- Brooks Like. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. See, anything that happened before Ted don't matter. Don't matter. As far as he's concerned, the game didn't exist. The Capitals didn't exist until he. Took when over. did Teddy take over for the Caps? Wasn't it 2000? He was there or for was... the. He was there for the Caps for four years after that. Then. No. Was it was it two thousand? Uh, or am I? Uh... It sounds right because that's. Uh, no, I think it was earlier because he was the one who got him out to, uh, to DC, wasn't it? Yeah, no, because uh, what's his or was name? That moved a uh, Poland. Yeah, Poland moved Poland him because okay. when they raised the, didn't they change the name of the bullets? Because when they raised the whatever was there to build the stadium, there were bullets, yeah. literal bullet shells underneath, so, and he's like, "We can't. We got to change the name right, of the team." So he has owned the Washington Capitals since the spring of 1999. But he only owned the Capitals. It wasn't until Abe Poland died because Abe Poland <coughs> liked basketball more than he liked hockey, so he kept yeah. on till he, he passed, and then the family gave first uh, rights to Leonzas, who then bought it. So at that point, uh, 99, uh, Bondra played one, two, three, four, five seasons, four and a half seasons with the Caps. Uh, yeah, but it weren't his best seasons. 
45 goals in 2000, 2001, 39, 30, you know. Was it the 50-goal season that okay, got him in the okay, cup? Okay, okay, okay. He got blinded by the shiny thing that was Ovechkin, so that's, that's, well, that's hell, why. Doesn't, still, doesn't, still doesn't mean Ole Coles. Yeah, Ole Coles my hypothetical number. was only <laughs> to yeah. highlight the fact that it's, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. If Seabrook wound up being so much better than Chelios, then they'd have been screwed. They wouldn't have been able to retire Chelios' number. Yeah. Well, they would have had to do a double retirement. Double number, and and then it devalues both <laughs> retirements. No, no, in Montreal, uh, Dickie Moore and Yvonne Conway, number twelve, they both share that. Yeah, at the same, they got their had their ceremony. And they had at their the, the same, same time. night. Yep. 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 Hold on, how many Stanley Cups did uh, Chris Chelios win? Actually, I, he, he only won three. The lies come out from Lyle Richardson. More uh, like lie, old Richardson. Lie, I was just mistaken. Lie, old Richardson. Joining oh! us, ladies and gentlemen. Ka-chow. <laughs> Scotty was wrong. Uh, who played ah. more games for the Blackhawks? Who's more Mr. Blackhawk? That's right. Brent Seabrook, 1,114 <laughs> games. Chris Chelios, a paltry 664. But he also played at the dawn of time. A paltry 664. Yes, that's right. They, I think they have records. He probably played prior to, to before they started keeping track of that stuff. Exactly. Cal, Cal shit was used as a puck. <laughs> <laughs> then they moved to in Glasgow. Uh, Thrasher's legend Chris Chelios does not deserve his number <laughs> Thrasher's retired. Legend. I know he's he's the one I throw in there for like whenever I'm doing oh, puck yeah. puck doku. If they come up with Atlanta Thrashers, oh fuck Chris Chelios. <laughs> Both Thrasher. You know what? I'm surprised that the Thrashers didn't retire Bondra and Chelios's number before their respective. Oh, top. there you oh, go. That, that wow. would have been it. Both Thrasher legends. But honest, honestly, though, I mean, uh, yeah, that whole thing with Bondra, like, I think that's a bit of a that's a bit of a sore point. Like, why? He's a part of the front office now, so that's even weirder. I know, right? Like, I look, I understand, yes, there was all those decades of heartache and everything else and blah, blah. I mean, come on, you retired Rod Langway's number. I mean, Jesus, yeah. Rod Langway only saved the franchise. That's what Scotty says. Yeah. And you're right. He yeah. did. That acquisition saved the Washington Capitals. But, I mean, you yeah, like Peter Bondra, before Ovi came along, Bondra was the man. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he was the goal-scoring legend there. And, yeah, he deserves some recognition. He should have his number retired. Absolutely. Uh, Someday, maybe, perhaps well, one What's day. weird is Ovechkin had to change his number from when he played in Russia because Dale Hunter's number was already retired. Because mm. he wore 32 over in Russia. Fun mm. fact. Uh, yeah, but see, yeah, but see, the great 32 just doesn't roll off the tongue, no, does it? No. So there you go. So it was a good thing. Yeah, three two three two is number one. Easy, did it. Uh, nah, not as good as the great eight. Lyle, sorry. where is Carey uh, Price amongst his peers? We were talking about this earlier. We both think he's Hall of Fame mm. worthy. Um, yeah, but when you look at the the his career stacked up against everyone else's, where do you where do you rank him in his in his era of goaltending? You know, yeah, and this see, that's a and that's a, a difficult one. That's tough because this era of goaltending, they, they you've seen some some terrific performances. You've seen uh, moments where where goalies have have dominated for a couple of seasons here and there. But we didn't get guys like like Patrick Waugh like Marty Brodeur and the guy that I consider the greatest goaltender I've ever seen in Dominic Hasek, you know? Um, but uh, you look at though what, what he was able to accomplish along the way. 
And I mean, you know, that that incredible season that he had where he won, you know, we won like four trophies that year, yeah. including the Vesna and the Hart trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ted Lindsay Award. I mean, he just had an just an amazing and the Jennings, just an unbelievable. I think the fact I think that's the first time a goalie won all four, I think, if memory serves. Uh I, I look at Kerry though and I look at what what might have been. He's one of the, definitely belongs among the pantheon of, of one of the greatest goaltenders in Canadians history. Um, but I look at what might have been if if not for injuries towards the latter half of his career, um, if he had been if he had played on a Canadians team that had been put together a little bit better rather than the uh, the, the the mad scientist experiments that were uh, you know <laughs> Mark Bergevin's yeah. uh, tenure. Uh, but he did have that one final blast of glory, if you will. He did backstop his team to this, you know, an under a very much underdog team all the way to the Stanley Cup final in the Montreal Canadiens two years ago. He won at every level except in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at it, he won in junior. He won at uh, the world. He won an international play at every level, the World Juniors, at the Olympics, in the world, you know. And he won in the AHL, won the Calder Cup. So, you know. I, I definitely think that he, he's it, – it's hard for me to say that he would be the greatest goalie of this generation because there's so many different ones you get – it's really hard to pick one who really truly stands out. Is Roberto Luongo among that group? You know, Can you even say Roberto Luongo is even part of that generation because his career kind of overlapped with Broder and Hasek and Wenoit into the current generation? Um you got guys like Jonathan Quick, who won two Stanley Cups, and for us, you know, there was like a five-year period where he was, a, you could consider him the best goalie in, in the league, or in, you know, um, you know, uh, Braden Holpe for a while. Your Braden Holpe was, you know, certainly he had a stretch there where, I mean, you look at his stats and they were just phenomenal. Uh, I, I would, I would, I would kind, I would kind of have to give the nod to to Carey Price if he had won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, to me, that would be a slam dunk over every over everybody else. You know, it's like, OK, he won individual awards and he won a Stanley Cup because that would have completed. And when you look at everything that he won leading up to the NHL and including his time in the NHL in international play, you would say, yeah, slam dunk. In this instance, I, I would give him the slight edge. And no, it's not because he was a Canadian. Mm-hmm. It's just looking at everything else. It's just. There's, there really hasn't been a lot of really truly standout goaltenders over the last ten years. Uh, no, you're right. I mean, Vasilevsky, maybe, maybe small sample yeah, size ish. You know, two Stanley Cups, no questioning that. He won a Conn Smythe, and justifiably so. One of it was one of Vezina. But you know, you look at the last couple of years though, and you have to wonder. I mean, has he has he peaked already? Because you know his level of performance has kind of dropped over the last two years. Maybe playing all the that playoff hockey maybe is catching up to him too. Because and he's not, you know, an old player by any stretch. I think he's what is he thirty something like that? I think Vasilevsky. Yeah, he's not that old. No. So you know, Carey Price is thirty six. I, I read that today, and I was just like, what? Wait, yeah, how? No, we we had you the full lifespan yeah. really? of Carey Price, yeah. man. Surely he's only 32. It's like, no, no, he is not. It is, it is strange that, like, you know, you, there's all these quantifiable stats, and then there's, mm. you know, Eric Lindros and 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 uh, uh, Pavel Bure, right? All these guys mm. that had such amazing careers that got cut short by injury or, yeah. you know, in Carey Price's praise, other, other things besides injury and yeah. then injury. But, yeah. like, all these amazing stats and then you know full stop 
and then career over, right? Yeah. There's just this gap and then career over. So, yeah. like, you know. Oh, and I, I don't want to forget Henrik Lundqvist <laughs> as well. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Mark. But, yeah, I also don't want to forget Henrik Lundqvist. But, again, though, I mean, Henrik Lundqvist, I mean, yes, he 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 won a Stanley Cup. He won Olympic gold for Sweden. Uh, backstopped the Rangers to a uh, Stanley Cup final. Uh, came up short there. But, um, you know, and he holds the record for the most 30-win uh, seasons for NHL yeah. goalies. But at the end of the day... Yeah, but does how, how does that measure up with with Carey Price's you know his accomplishments? So yeah, it's there's yeah in this era it's really tough to 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 pick a goalie and say this guy stands head and shoulders above above all the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Mark. I just no, you weren't. I was I trying. I was trying sure. to stifle a cough, and then I, once I started, I couldn't <laughs> okay, stop. So. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, but I, I I knew I was forgetting somebody when I was rattling off goalies. Like, oh, geez, Henrik Lundqvist, of course. Yeah. But again, him and Price, you could yeah. go well, either. But or. like, how much how much better would Lindros have been had he not had his concussion issues? How much oh better would Burray have been had he not had his knee issues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, how much better would Burry have been if we'd had the the knee surgery technology of today yeah. back then? Because remember, he suffered that first knee injury was in the mid '90s. Now, knee surgery the procedures were improved over 20 years prior when Bobby Orr was getting his knee regularly butchered, you know, to, mm-hmm. to repair it because that's how they did it. And but it, neither one of those guys won a cup. Yeah, Bobby Orr did. No, Bobby no, no. Orr well, no. I'm, I was oh, talking about Lindros oh, yeah. and Burry. Yeah, and yeah. both of them are in the. In the yeah, Hall of Fame. They're in the Hall of Fame. And they had certainly had their moments of, of great dominance. But again, they leave you wondering what might have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. There you go. Hey, by the way, scoring at home here, if you're alone, the PWHL draft happening here in a couple days, I want to say, or mm-hmm. next week. So get your popcorn ready for that. Good times. Uh, Thomas Tatar signed with the Colorado Avalanche, Lyle. He is... Uh, yeah. Uh, Gonna go Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. Colorado. That was a bit of a surprise because yeah. um, all the indications was, oh, it looks like he's got to sign with a team in the East. The New York Islanders were mentioned. The he was linked to the Pittsburgh Penguins for weeks uh, during the summer. Yeah, I know summer's still on, but as far as I'm concerned, after Labor Day, summer's over. Mm. Uh, yeah, but no he, more he white. Goes, I'm yeah. not wearing any more white. <laughs> Well, I'm technically there's there's weight in the shirt, but that ah, doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, I I think though he decided you know one year one point five mil with with a team that is a, a bona fide Stanley Cup contender. Yeah, you don't turn that down. Yeah, he, he has a better chance of winning a cup with the uh, the Avalanche than he does with the Islanders and the Penguins. Um, Zach Parisi not attending the New York Islanders camp. He said he will play with the Islanders, so he will retire. Of course. Islanders over the cap as we speak right now. What's mm. the future hold for Mr. Parise? Uh, well, uh, Lou Lamarillo said the door is left open for him to uh, to come back this season if he if he wishes. Um, <laughs> you have to wonder is the is maybe uh, Parise not uh, not not joining the Islanders for the start of the season? That that may be yeah, Lamarillo saying, "Look, I just need some time to clear some cap space, and then you can come back and and play." You know, um, but it could also just be that you know what I mean. We forget Zach Parise is thirty nine years old now. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll be turning he will turn turn forty this season if he plays. 
he's played a hell of a lot of hockey for a long time. So maybe he just wants to, maybe he needs some more time to, to kind of figure out uh, if, if he has one more season left in him. Which, by the way, he, uh, he scored 21 goals last season with the very low scoring uh, Islanders. So that ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty impressive for 39-year-old guy. By the way, if you'd, if you'd have not led with that stat and you'd ask me who's older, Phil Kessel or Zach Parise, <laughs> I would have easily said Zach Parise. I mean, I would have easily said Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel, because yeah. Phil Kessel just looks like he's he's old. He just seems know? like he's a beer league. He's like over right. forty beer league guy yeah. at this point. Phil Kessel's looked like that since his early beef days. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. Phil, Phil's yeah. Phil willing to 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 go one more. He's even willing he's, to. He's, he's yeah. only thirty five. He's I five know. years young. He's always four years younger than Parise. He's he's willing to to give up his you know to bring his Ironman record to an end just to to play a secondary role on a team that'll have him. So well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I would love to see both those guys get together. It'd be fantastic. Find a place for him. Love it. Mm. Um, we apparently have something behind um, Alex DeBrinket not wanting to be in Ottawa anymore. Hmm. Didn't want to play second line winger. He thought he was better than Brady Kachuk. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, what say you about this, Lyle, from good old sweaty Bruce Garrett? <laughs> hey, look, it's a glandular condition. There's nothing he can help. Yeah, yeah, uh, nice. <laughs> uh, those memories of Montreal in 09. Oh, um, yeah, it was kind of interesting. But, I mean, uh, you know, on the one hand, I can kind of dig where, where Debrink, Debrink is coming from because it's like, look, he scored he had two 40-goal uh, seasons in Chicago. Uh, you know, 25 ambitious wants to see first line minutes, but I mean, come on, you have to know you're not going to unseat Brady Kachuk as, as the, the, the Senators, you know, first line winger. Um, again, I question the whole rationale of why Pierre Dorian sacrificed, you know, a perfectly good first round pick, uh, to bring in a guy that you had no certainty that was going to be with you after the season. That was still, in my opinion, a dumb move. Um, but uh, no tears being shed by his teammates there, uh, at least not by Tim Stutzla, who said, you know, hey, look, you know, we, we like him. He's OK. Good guy. But if you don't want to be here, I'm not going to talk you out of it. Good yeah. luck. See ya. Yeah. So they're not going to shed any tears over over his departure. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was that that whole that whole thing was was just a mess. And that's on Pierre Dorian. You know, Pierre Dorian's made some some really good moves as the Ottawa Senators general manager, and he's made some really puzzling moves. And the Debrinka one is the most puzzling. You but know, as a, I as said, a general manager mm. of a team that is in flux, in transition, yeah. do you not have to make that move if a guy is available like that? Yeah, but you got to make sure that you've got him. You've got to make sure he's under contract okay. for more than one year. <laughs> you know, you to sit down and go, well, he's a restricted free agent. Yeah, he's a restricted free agent with arbitration rights. And listen, if this summer had been a summer where the salary cap had jumped by four to five million, like next summer is going to be like, don't tell me some team wouldn't have swooped in on an offer sheet. Oh, and yeah. then they would have been sitting there going, oh, shit. You know, ah, beans. Uh, no, that that that's not. I mean, I get the rationale behind it, Scotty, and I said it at the time when the deal was made. Look, I understand why they're making this move, but th- this guy's a a year away from RFA status and one more year away from UFA status. That's a nightmare. 
you've got to make sure you got this guy at least locked down for two years, you know, to make this at least work. And he didn't. And, you know, so when Debrink is like, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm not really all that keen to be here. I that just validated every every critic, including myself. It was like that was a bad move. You, if you're going to bring in a score, you got to make sure this guy's got more than a year left on his contract or else you're just thrown away a prospect, a prospect or a perfectly good first round pick for what, you know? Now, yes, okay, they were able to get a pick back. You're able to save some face by getting a first round pick back. But again, all it did was just create a bit of unnecessary upheaval in your roster that you really didn't need. All okay. Right. And you created this, this little circus Right. There's a little media circus now that just hung over the team for the summer. Again, a distraction they didn't need. I'm sorry, but that was not a smart move by Pierre Dorian. It just so, wasn't. So is this I feel like we talk about this all the time and maybe I'm wrong about this. I feel like the the whole concept of contract extensions exists in every other sport but the NHL. <laughs> that that you can't just taking an existing contract and renegotiate it to either make it more team friendly or less team friendly like you do in the NBA. I think feel like does it all the time. The NFL does mm. certainly does it all the time. Yeah. And it's like so <clears throat> why when you make a trade for somebody, especially especially in the NFL, when you make a trade for a player, almost immediately you hear that they renegotiated terms with the new team. And it made it either more cap friendly or they get more of a signing bonus or this or that to make to meet the players, you know, needs or requirements or whatever they were asking for. The the rigidity of of NHL contracts doesn't hurt any. I mean, it hurts everyone. I say it doesn't help anyone. So why wouldn't the Players Association and the NHL want to kind of free up the rigidity in these contracts? Because the players want guaranteed contracts. That this this is from the players. The players did not want a system like the NFL where, you know, they didn't want to be at the mercy of 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 getting, say, traded to a team where the owner was just like, no, I don't think you're worth that much. We're going to renegotiate this. You know, they those contract. Now, there are instances where, yes, that con, you know, those contracts can be a millstone around the player's neck too. I mean, Roberto Luongo, you know, almost 10 years ago when the Canucks were trying to trade him, they, they weren't able to. And Bobby Lou was honest. He's, they asked him, they said, well, you know, what, why do you think the deal fell through? And he said, cause my contract sucks. He was honest. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he still was making big money, but because of that rigidity that you mentioned, that deal proved difficult to move. Now they were able to pull it off. You know, and and they were able to send him back to Florida where he really wanted to go and they got it all worked out. But this isn't the first time this sort of thing has happened. It's just you're not going to hear any other player be as honest as Bobby Lou was because I'm 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 quite sure Donald Fear or his representatives gave him a call or his agent gave him a call and said, uh, Bobby, uh, 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 no, 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 no. You can say anything you want, but don't talk about your contract like that. OK, you're going to screw it up for everybody else. Uh, don't give Gary a weakness. God don't damn give it, Gary. What are you doing? Dictionary on the contract, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But that that's the reason why, in a nutshell, Mark, is, is you know, guaranteed contracts have been part of it now for almost 20 years. I mean, you know, in two years' time, we're going to be coming up to uh, the 20th anniversary of, of the CBA and the whole thing now with the salary cap and all that. But that was the trade-off, right? That was the trade-off. 
the league got its three-tier cap system, you know, a cap on team salary, a cap on individual salary, and a cap on entry-level salaries, and the players got their guaranteed contracts. Yep. That's all they needed. Yep. But you'd think if they're if the both the player and the team were willing to restructure that that you'd have some sort of avenue to do that. It would and have to be you would have to be one of those mm-hmm. like Bond movie, two turnkey kind of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and listen, it it has been mentioned before, and I'm sure that you know it's come up in in uh, previous CBA talks since 2005, since the great nuclear winter of 0405. I'm sure that that's come up where it's like, well, look, maybe you know. A, a, a player can have an you know a one year maybe in you know at a certain period in his contract where he can renegotiate or blah 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 but honestly i don't think that there's a real popular um desire on the player side to have that and for the teams too it can get complicated as well like how okay when do you pick the right time you know, like when can they do it? Are we talking guaranteed contracts for the first four years? And then you get like an escape clause sort of thing in the final four or the final two or the final year. Do you give that just to players who are earning certain amounts? Right. You know, like if you if your cap hit is above five million a year, are they eligible to have this sort of it? It just complicates what's an already very complicated thing. My God, you learn something new about the CBA every damn year. And it's been in existence now for 18 years. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and we're still learning more things like the last two years. I've learned a lot about accrued salary and how LTIR works in the off season compared to in the regular season and why it's not a good idea to put your player on LTIR. TIR in the offseason because if you do then you wipe out any chance you have of being able to accrue salary if you rather than if you put them on LTIR during the season you see what I mean it's just always something new it's I think the last thing anybody else wants to do is throw in something like that to just further complicate what's already a you know a, something that you need a fucking Rosetta Stone to figure out fair enough yeah pretty much uh, so alright Lyle what else do we got on our table uh, any UFAs, RFAs that stick out that are still unsigned? It's, uh... uh, a lot of guys that are past their prime that we mentioned, guys like right. Parise, who sounds like he could be retired. To be honest, Parise was kind of hinting at retirement back in the spring, but we'll see. Uh, Kessel, we mentioned. Paul Stassi's another one. Um, you know, uh, you know, like I said, Max Comtois has got himself uh, a tryout offer. He was c- just kind of notable among the few remaining names because uh, he because basically he was what he's twenty three or twenty four. He had been a res- mm-hmm. he was going to be a restricted free agent, but the the Ducks let him go, made him unrestricted. Noah Gregor, who who played for the Noah Gregor, I'm sorry, Gregor. I don't want to call him Gregor. He's not French. But uh, he's another one who got a, 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 a tryout offer. He was with the Sharks last year. Same deal. They let him go rather than resign him. Um, other than that, now there's there's really, really not. As I said, it was, it was a very lean free agent market this year to begin with, and it got p- picked clean pretty fast. So uh, once Tatar got signed, he was the most, like, I, in terms of stats, the best one who was still available. Like I said, Kessel and Parise and Stasny. They're the most notable names still out there, but they they are all well past their prime. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else we got? Any any other bag of fun stuff we may list there, Loyal? Mm, trying to think. Uh, Not really too, too uh, much Boston going. Bruins picked their uh, one hundred 
sort of 100 centennial for their center what they call their centennial 100 players oh, yeah. uh 100 most notable out of that list will come the uh their all their all-time all-star roster so a um, lot of great players on the list and a lot of guys that you look at and they're like, you're, oh, you're there just because, like mm-hmm. Byron Defoe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you're just like, ah, that's nice, you were there. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Congratulations. Congrats. We, thanks, Jim, thanks we just couldn't get in. clearance yeah. on Jim Carrey's photo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. But... Uh, that, but you know, not to denigrate the list that much, though. There's a there's a lot of great. They had a lot of great players mm-hmm. uh, over the years that played for them, and in, including the most recent ones who who retired in uh, Berger, Berger, you know, Bergeron and Krejci, uh, and Zidane Ochera not that long ago. Hey, Zidane Ochera, you know the uh, the uh, fitness machine himself. He's he's taken up marathon running. Hey, ran the well, Boston because... Marathon earlier this year. He's going to run the New York Marathon uh, later this year. He takes five strides. He's already run a mile. Like it's I know, they are, right? Like yeah, it's when when you, when you got code. when you're you're built like a long legged gazelle, right? I mean, what are you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, forty six years old running marathons. Yep. Good for him. Good for him, though. Hey, Mark, you you going to run marathons at forty six? No. Okay. You're gonna run <laughs> I've had enough knee issues. That, uh, <laughs> is 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 your lovely wife still going to be running marathons? She's she's a marathon runner, isn't she? She or? has a marathon in two weeks Oof. in northern New York, in Corning, uh, New York. Corning. Oh, Corning is where they make the all of the, the ceramic cookware. pots. Yes. yes, the Corning Corning cookware. Yeah. Yes, and then uh, she's planning to do another in South Carolina. Mm. I think in sometime later this year i lose track of all of I, I was, so, yes. yeah I, I i couldn't remember if she if she was was still uh was still marathon running you know i know that she i know that she was when you guys first got married and that and and when you when you had your your firstborn but i didn't know if she was still still mm-hmm. running marathons or not so. yes she actually did new york mm. last i can't i think it was last year around this time really yeah. See, I'm I'm so I am so impressed with people who who run marathons. I mean, I I did enough running in my military career to know I would yeah. not want to run marathons. Right. Right. You know, 12k. Yeah. You know, 10k. That that was my limit. I was like, oh yeah, I'm good with that. You know, what's your time? Who gave a shit? I finished. You know? That's right. <laughs> I, I, I I hit the give threshold. Give my blanket in my. In my yeah. blankie, in my freaking Gatorade <laughs> box, I'm good. Yeah, but yeah, I've 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 always had a admiration for people who who run marathon or triathletes. My God, ugh, yes. ugh. I would you know, I would crawl. I can I can like bike days after the event. <laughs> I can run. I can bike, but I can't swim. I'm sorry, that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, I can run. I can bike. I can swim. Just not all three, all one rain after the other. No, right. not all in a day. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like okay, today that? we swim. Ah, oh, lovely, lovely. So tomorrow we'll, we'll like, oh, excellent. Day after least, that we'll run. Well, he say so. At least they start with the swim, so that like it's not oh, like, boy. well, let me run and then bike and then you got to swim home oh, and then like half the people drown. Yeah, yeah they would. They would. You would. You would be so exhausted. There's no way you would complete that that swim if you did those other two yeah, first. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there would be some sick bastards that could do it. I'm sure there's people. I'm sure that there's something out there called a reverse triathlon where they go, right, you pussies. We're doing the bike first, then we're gonna do the run, and then we're doing the swim. You know? Yeah, it's the same people that invited the beer or invented the beer miles, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do a little. 
Yeah, let's do the game shows. Yeah. Let's do a yeah. couple games. I know Mark's dying slowly and surely, but that's fine. Yeah, uh, my okay, but... I've been I've been turning more and more hoarse. Yeah. As the night goes right. on. It gives you, it gives uh, we'll, you... Have to, we'll have to send you to the bar. What you got a It's just a, I don't know what it is. Just some sort of dry cough. Mm. It, it, there's no nothing viral or bacterial that was found on Monday when I went in. So oh, they're just like you just gotta wait it out. It, so it's all it's all Mucinex and then and then ibuprofen and then mm. Guinness. Yeah, perfect. Now there you there go. You go. There you go. The breakfast of champions. All right, cross oh. over grid. Across the top, Wild Leafs, Czech Republic or Czechia. Hey. Down the side, Panthers, Red Wings, forty plus goals in a single season. We'll do open bar here. Okay. You want to go first, Mark? Hmm. Do I want to go first? Does he want to go first? <laughs> um, Strokey beard moment here. Do I want to go first? <laughs> I'm gonna let you have Red Wings Maple Leafs for sure. You're gonna let me have that one? Okay. No, you're gonna you're gonna take that one because you're yeah, gonna have I'm gonna take that one. somebody yeah. like Sparky McGee from 1972. <laughs> <laughs> I will not have you badmouth Sparky McGee. Yeah, no, <laughs> he didn't play for the Leafs in the. Redwood, how much you know. <laughs> Play for the Cleveland right, Bears and California Seals, you creep. <laughs> Look, that, I'm that old. I remember Republic, these guys. Right? Come on. Yes, yes Czech Republic, yes. Okay, Czech I'm gonna do okay. I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do Leafs and Red Wings, and I'm going old school. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> That's why I left it for you. I know, and I'm going Frank Mahovlich. <laughs> Two points. Mark, that is Czech Republic or Chechia, as they like to be called now. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, I can never keep up with international politics. Yeah, it happens, <laughs> man. Um, damn. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Florida and Minnesota might be Ole Jokinen. Didn't he play for Minnesota? God, he I don't care. Everywhere. He didn't no, he didn't. Fun. Apparently, he wasn't in Minnesota. It, it mm. seems like a place Ole Okunen would be late in his career, though. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Um, well, I okay. Uh, 40 goals, single season, uh, Minnesota Wild, uh, Marion Gabrick. <coughs> hey, 26%. There you go. There you go. There Not go. many for the so with, Minnesota Wild. So it has to be with that team, right? Yes, correct. Yes, on that one. Yeah. For, yeah. Or the nationality. Or right. the nationality, yeah. Could have to be Czechia guy, 40-plus goals. Yeah. Czech Republic or Czechia. Mm. Gosh, I'm trying to think of... I can, I, I can think of Czech players, but I cannot think of any that would have scored 40 goals. Mm. Um, not off the top of my head, at least. Mm. Uh, let's see. Florida... And there's, I know there's a defenseman, like a, a very prominent defenseman oh, yep. that should You're come right. to mind. You're probably right. <clears throat> maybe, a, and, uh, maybe a Caps legend. Oh, yeah. Did No, nah. Pody didn't play for both of those teams, did he? Oh, Tom no, Pody? No, no, no. 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 McCabe played for both of those teams, didn't he? Brad McCabe. Played for the Panthers at some point. Yes, he did. Career. You're right. He did. There you go. Brian Good McKinney. one. Good one, Mark. Good one. Thank yep. you. Yep. I was Beautiful. scratching my head on Good that work, one, too. Sir. It's like, yep, perfect. Good work. Uh, can I have a stab at uh, Czechia and Florida Panthers? Yeah, go ahead. 
Uh, Vinny Prospel. Pretty sure he's Czech. You get 40 gold. Hey, Did he play? Yeah! What a fucking four. Head, what a fucking headshot. Great. Oh my god. Yeah, look at that roasted bullet. out of his mind. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> like, I'm in the NHL. Fuck. <laughs> Vinny Prosper. He's just happy to be here on Loves Photo, photo Loves Shoot. Every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> so we got uh, Wild Panthers, Wild Red Wings, least 40 goal scorer. Chechia, 40-goal scorer, Chechia, and Red Wings. I mean, whatever. We're not going for a record here, no, so no. just give me Austin Matthews. Oh, perfect. There you go. There you go. There you Why go. not, Pop? Yep. Why not? Oh, this Pop? is, to be fair, I mean, this is yeah. crossover grid, so it's, it's the warm-up before the Pop. Yeah. Lyle, last week you missed the miraculous occasion of these boys. Oh, yes? Uh, you, missed, you missed a hell of a one. When we get to Puck Doku, we will reveal the record the boys okay. set last week. Okay. But we have open board. Three guesses okay. left here. Um I'm gonna okay, this one this one's gonna be this one's gonna be chalk, but I gotta do it. Fine. Uh forty goals single season, Czechia. Gotta go with Yager. Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. Fine. Thirty four, not <laughs> totally as totally forgot about not as chalky as we think. <laughs> I can't him. believe that 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 he's not higher than that. Yeah. That or there's wow. a lot of Chechia Chechia guys who uh Mm. Got forty goals, but I can't. Yeah, to be to be fair, like I'm okay. Like Red Wings, Red play Wings for Wild, Czechia. Red Wings, Czechia, Red Wings, Wild, uh, Florida Wild. Uh, um, hmm. Yeah. Oh Jesus, that looks Russian. And these Holmes? No, Holmstrom's obviously not. No, it's close. No, Holmstrom's Swedish. Yeah, yeah. See, they're both yeah. European. <laughs> Red, oh, 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 um, oh, oh, Red Wings, Red Wings and Wild. Oh, Red Wings and Wild, Wes Waltz. Mm, wow. Come on, come on. There you go, five and a half. Oh, yes. Now, there it is. Now I have one for Panthers Wild. Right, please, go ahead. If you guys what don't you have anything for Chechia oh, and uh, Josie what Theodore. Josie oh, Theodore. Oh, my there. God. <laughs> David, David Pasternak, 40 goals, was the chalk. Pasternak, oh. Chechia. Okay. Um, yeah, they don't give you that. Okay. Who was the? What was the one we missed? Uh, it was uh, Panthers, Chechia, I think it was. Or no, uh, Chechia and Red Wings, and it was Hashik. Was chalk. Oh, for God's sake! Yeah, no, no, I'm stupid. stupid. It's fine. Well, Jesus. Not, okay. Uh, Let's get to the immaculate here. Immaculate grid. Oh, hello. Nope. All right. So Cincinnati Red. No, wait. Wrong grid. All right. Here we go. Uh, up the top, Avalanche, Blue Jackets, hundred point season. <laughs> Down the Oof. side, Canucks, Kings, Sabre. Okay. Leave it open to you. Uh, I'll, I'll take the obvious. Uh, L.A. Avalanche, Rob Blake. Good pull. Good pull. Yeah, good yeah, pull. definitely good pull. Great pull. 30, that's good. Good pull. Mm, good 39%? That's good pull. Oof. Oof. I thought that would be way less than that. Because I think a lot of people realize, oh, Rob Blake's the only one. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, um, okay, uh, 100 point season Vancouver Canucks. I'm gonna try and there, there's a whole bunch, there's several here, uh, that I could go for. Uh, I'm trying to find the, I'm gonna go with the one I think might, might give us a lower, uh, uniqueness score. I'm gonna say Alex McGilney. Oh, 3%. 
Nice work. Yeah, I'm surprised wow. that that's not higher than that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then again, you know, watch these guys who played in the 90s, right? Here's three decades later. I'm surprised he's not more well-known. Right, <laughs> exactly. God, Lyle. <laughs> uh, I'm old. Sabres at... This is a tough one. Mm, this um, is a tough one. Uh, get Sabres hundred oh, points. Um, La Fontaine. Yeah, it's fine. La 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 Fontaine. <laughs> Booyah. Four forty-seven. It's all good. Oh my god. Good. Yeah, it's he's well known. Um. Okay. L.A. Kings hundred point seasons to finish that one off. Charlie Simmer. Sim Simmer from the Triple Crown line. Who am I? The girls damn sugar. All right. Um. Good work. 100-point season. Locked and loaded. 1% on that one. Uh, Canucks, Abs, Canucks, Blue Jackets, Kings, Blue Jackets, Damn. Sabre, Abs, and Blue Jackets. Oh, fuck. This, Tough this, one. this is... Um, uh, yeah. Recency bias has me got one for the uh, Abs and... Or for the Kings. Do it. And, Do it, well, man. That one, I mean, we just we just had him. You want to go Gabrick or Korpikoski? Corpusalo. Corpusalo. Yeah. Gabrick would have been a good one, too. Who I would have gone with. Yeah. Everyone forgets he played there for like. That's right. Years. Yes. Gabrick. That, that would have been, been a. Better a better yeah. One. Ah, damn. What can you do? That would, yeah, that would have been. Uh, ah, that whatever. would have brought the old uniqueness down a bit. Yeah. Ah, my dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Oh, man. For Blue Jackets, Sabres, or Blue Jackets, Canucks. Oh, God almighty. Oh. Uh, Unlike Derek. Der- um, did Derek Broussard play for either of those teams? Play for the, play for the jackets, but I don't think he played for either the. Canucks. That's what I mean. No, he didn't. He didn't play at West. No, he played for a million teams. He did. But none yeah. of those teams. Oh man. Um. <coughs> okay. Did did Jeff Sanderson? I know he he must have. He played for the Blue Jackets. Did he play? Why am I thinking Sabers? Hmm. I I would I would maybe go with the top team. I yeah, would, let's try that one. I let's try that he one. He played a, a cup of coffee. Did he? He did five percent worth. Look oh, at that. I, I could, yeah, I knew he was. It was one of them. I knew it was one of them. Yep. Um, I think I have one for <coughs> Sabres and Blue Jackets. Go, get, do it, man. This one's a tough one. I think mm-hmm. I have. Nathan Gerby. Oh, Nathan Gerby. Yes. As chalk on that one. Yeah. So, Blue Jackets uh, done. You're welcome. Now, the easy yeah. ones the Avalanche, Canucks, Avalanche, Sabre. Oh, I'm. God almighty. Remember, you can throw the Canucks or no, the Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> you can, well. yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't help me. Oh, <laughs> na- no. Naslin never played for the Nordiques. No. no. Oh God! Uh, th- this this is this is one of those couple of these grids where I have um, to take some time. Oh, oh what did Anderchuk ever play for the Nordiques? Dave Anderchuk? No, 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 okay. no, he didn't. All right, let's just yeah, let let's wrap this one up so we can get to the puck doku here. <laughs> This is one of the ones I'd have to go and and walk away from for five minutes and then come back and look at it again. Come yeah, damn. Scotty's looking something up right now. Yeah, no, I'm taking, I'm taking a look at something. I'm taking a look at last week's score. Uh, all right, give up. 
Yeah. There we go. 380, whatever. What, uh, what did we miss? 39 yeah. between Canucks and Avs. I know I'm going to kick myself. Including Garth Butcher. Uh, Hit the points thing, man. Huh? So we can see mo- yeah. most points. Put them in order. Put them okay. in order of points. Jesus. Matt Sundin. Sundin. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mario Marois. <laughs> Jeff Brown. A lot of dog shit. Radim Verbata. It is hilarious. You were like, what's a Nordique that would have done this? Petit, I should. Oh, Jelena. Marty Nordiques, Yes. Marty Jelena. Darby Henry. Boy, yeah, you're right. There's a whole lot of what you call a who's who who cares. John Garrett. Andrew Raycroft. With the Nordiques and Canucks. Oh, for Christ's sake. Andrew Raycroft played for the Avs, apparently. Garth I knew there was going to be a couple names there that I'm myself. Garth Snow. Uh, and then First, no played for the Avalanche. For the I can't Nordiques. believe though that we missed that. Yeah, missed uh, yeah, Nordiques and, and Canucks the... with the uh, Sundin. Forty-eight for Andrew Chuck did Andrew play Chuck. for the Avalanche. He did. Oh no! Wow. Way. He, he played did play for the, for the Avalanche. He played for the My Avalanche. Apologies, no, Mark. He, I don't. I don't think he played for the Nordiques. I think he played for the Avs late in his career. My um, apologies, Mark. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to apologize. I had no No, 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 clue. no. I shut you down. Danny, Danny yeah. Briere. Yeah. Danny Briere played for the Avs. I forgot that he played for the Avs. Chris Drury played well, for the Avs. Well, that one I... Oh, that... Yeah. Oh, that one I should have known. Uh, Real Cloutier. Wilf Paymont, Lyle. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Wilfie. Clint Millardchuk. Craig yeah, Anderson. I missed, I missed a bunch. See, this is what I said though. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you get those ones you need. I need to like get up, Gordon kind of go. Donald. Okay, I'll walk away from that one for twenty the minutes most, and come back and look at it. The most the Canadian name, name ever, Gordon Donnelly. Gordon Donnelly. All right, let's get to the good no, no, one. Let's yeah. let's let's look at last. Let's we have to look at last week's. Okay, what was last week's? <laughs> last I week's see score. This. You, you've been bragging this up. Yeah, we uh, we 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 killed it. Straight last week. murdered it last week. Whoa! With eleven uniqueness. Nice work. Nice work. Straight killer. And these aren't obscure names either. Nope. Most of these Sean guys are well. Yeah, yeah. You you can tell that this list was not done by people cheating on Hockey DB. No. Nope. This was the like, Tonzos and Sean Leahy n- show. Well done, guys. Doing, doing the Seriously. Lord's work. I was, that, that's got to be the best uh, uniqueness score on the show. It does. Uh, since I think we've it been is. Doing it, yes. Yeah. I will, well. I will say this, too, for this week. Nine for today was my score. You got a nine? I got a nine. You got a nine, did you? Okay. Across the top, Bruins, LA, 500 career point, or 500 plus games played. Down the side, Florida Sabres played for one team in their career. I accept your challenge. There we go. Okay. Away we go. I'm going to jump right on Buffalo Sabres, 500 games played, Tim Horton. Timmy Ho. Right there, point four. Nice. Good Just work. that easy. Just that okay. easy. Um, okay, I want to drop down below Tim Horton. Uh-huh. Played on one team, one career, 500-plus games. Played Alex Del Vecchio, another uh, old-school guy. Point seven. Nice. Nice I was going to I was going to look for so Saku Koivu only played for Montreal, right? No, he played for Anaheim as well. Oh, he did. Yeah. I was going to put I was going to think Koivu there. But yeah. okay. Um, Glad he went Del Vecchio. Yeah. Okay, uh Florida Panthers 500 games played. 
one of the, I believe, original Panthers, Bill Lindsay. Point three. At the okay. tail end. Wow, good work. Still sticking into that zero uniqueness. <laughs> I would have went Scott Mellonby there. Well, he did. Probably, probably been more, yeah, that would have been a good one too. Yes, Scott Mellonby would have yeah. been a good one there too. Yes. I uh, I had I had uh, so down this line. If you don't yeah. mind, what you guys think? I had Dino Cicerelli at point three for the Panthers. Wow. I had Taylor Hall for the Sabers at one percent. <laughs> and then I had Michael Pavanka. For the played one team, five hundred oh, games played. Oh, nice one! Point Capitals, one percent. Point one percent. Nicely done. So, there's that. Um. Okay. Uh. Boston Bruins played on one team career. Terry O'Reilly. Oh. Taz. Oh. O'Reilly. Oh, oh, O'Reilly. One percent. <laughs> uh. My pick there, Blaine Locker. Point five percent. I normally try to go with like a rookie that has only played one That's game smart. or two <laughs> games smart. if I can. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. So we're stuck with L.A. Kings played one team cry- entire career, and then we got Panthers, oh. Kings, Sabers, Kings, Bruins. Yeah, what's up? Can go I? Ahead, okay. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to fight you on this. L.A. Kings, yeah. one team only. Dave Taylor. Come on. Got to be there. 4%. 4%. Oof. I went Yutaka Fukufuji at 1%. <laughs> nice. Good work. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So now we're stuck with Panthers, Bruins, Panthers, Kings, Sabres, Bruins, Sabres, Kings. Got the tough ones out of the way, I will say. Yeah. 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 So now I will uh, mm. attempt to chime. But now I'm like, ah, oh, shit, what have I got left? Uh, I mean, Lyle, if you want to keep rolling, okay, I, roll. well, I've, make okay. it, take it, my friend. I've got one for Sabres Kings. Sabres Kings, what do you got, Lyle? King Kong Korab, Jerry Korab. Hold on, how do you spell that, Lyle? K-O-R-A-B, Korab. Jerry Korab, 1%. Yes, Jen sir. Jen, what did you say? Four. All right, Jen is suggesting Tim Thomas for Panthers Bruins. Any, uh, any? Oh, do it. Yes. Tim yeah. Ten percent. I was gonna hey! say that might that might blow. Yeah, the uniqueness up, but so, that's fine. Jen. That's fine. So I, I for, for those two yeah. picks, Sabers Kings. I had Grant Fear at six percent. At Panthers wow. and Bruins, Sergey Samsonov at point nine percent. Wow. Nice. Okay. Two left. Panthers Kings Sabers Bruins. Mm. 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 This is tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, Lyle. Think, 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 think. Oh, um, okay. Um Sabres Bruins. <coughs> Fred Stanfield. Oh my gosh. Nineteen seventy nineteen seventies Bruins. Point two. Yes. Uh, I had goaltender turned pastor John Blue at point five. Oh, what? He's a pastor now. <laughs> yeah. The only Good reason I know that is because of NHL ninety four. <laughs> Incredible. One left. Uh, Panthers and Kings. Panthers and did Kings. Did Beezer never played for the Kings? No, did he, he did not. Did he? he did not. He stayed. He stayed, um, he stayed like in the ninety five corridor. Um, yeah. This guys, one's... Uh, all ban- did all ban ever play? No. 
Never mind. Good guess, though. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I've I've got a name that's I've got a name, but I think it would kind of I'm trying to think of something to make somebody give us a lower uniqueness score here. Um, We're already in the teens right now. Looking good, gentlemen. By the way, great, great work back to back and only two of you. Well, um, I mean, I haven't, I haven't. Well, one this one, yet, so. yeah, listen, this listen one Mark kinda, Group Project, we got it. We I've, got you, buddy. I've kind of run with it here, but Mark, yeah, well, Mark, you were the one that was picking them up in the the, the other two. So, uh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, and Mark, you can please chime in if you think as well. But I'm thinking Ole Jokinen, Kings and Panthers. Yeah, he's, he's right. on there. Yeah, let's let's do that. Fifty-five. Wow. Oh, that jumped us wow, up a that bit. jumped wow. a lot. Oh, okay. I was I was thinking JSL ban or uh yeah, Sebastian all ban for both of those teams, oh. but like I don't think he played for either of those Let, teams. Let's see what the options are for uh for yeah, for those uh I mean that's not bitch easy, you know. <laughs> Jokinen Chalk, Willie Mitchell, Yusa Jokinen. Picked the wrong uh, Jokinen. Ah, uh, <laughs> Brian Boyle, he is inevitable. Of course. Oh my lord. He's, he's on every board. Scroll down every... the list. Is my, you watch? Sean, oh, I didn't. There. I forgot. Sean Burke played for the Kings. Sean Burke. <laughs> uh, George Peros, Mark Fitzpatrick, Keaton Ellerby, Martin Straka was my guy. Uh, Marco Sturm, uh, Lilia, Brian Benning, Yuskevich. Yeah, a lot of them. Gillen, Brady, yeah. Norton. There you go. Uh, any uh, other ones? Who was in the uh, Bruins Panthers one? I mean, the Tim Thomas one was a good Bruin one. Panthers chocolate. So you got Yager, Thornton, Yager with Thomas Thornton. Thornton. Top, other Thornton. Sean Thornton, <laughs> Brothers, Nathan Horton, Nathan Horton, <sighs> Greg, Greg Campbell, Campbell, Brad Boyce, Sam Samsonov. Yeah, that's who I picked. It was a great time. Yeah, Sergey Donnie Samsonov. Moore, she, ah, Steve Shields, Steve Montador <laughs> there too. Monty's there, yeah. Great. I mean, listen, overall, not bad yeah, though. Hey, great job, John. Yeah. Great job. Hey. Any others we we're immaculate. The grid's at? immaculate. Don't matter. Wow, look at this. He played one, on one... one career 500 games. There can't be that many. Yeah. One, so <laughs> 7% was Iserman. That was chalk. Mm. But that's 1,600 people said that. Jesus. Wow. So, yeah. Ovechkin. What was the lowest one? I, I suppose people oh. grant. Yeah. What was the lowest? I'm curious. Jean Pierre <laughs> Bourlou. Let's go into the modern Jason era, Trombley. please. Mush. Wow. Mush March. <laughs> Like J.C. Trombley is my era. Please Steve scroll Vickers up. is another one. Ebby, is my Ebby, era. Please scroll up to Ebby, people who. Ebby Goodfellow. There were more. Something where there were more than six teams. <laughs> Sorry, Goodfellow. Maybe a salary not on the list there. I, I think Ebby Goodfellow was like two teams. <laughs> Ebby Goodfellow played for the Cougars. Um, Vickers, Lauren Henning, John Marks. Lauren Henning's John, my era. I want to see that well. Jim Slater Craig might Hartsburg, be the first person Cliff that Carl. I recognize. Keith Magnuson. Dan, Danny DeKaiser. Ah, oh, Ben Gustafson. Damn. Hey. Another cap. My favorite player. There you go. My favorite guy. Why didn't you know that, Scotty? Because yeah. he got selected by the the Oilers and Sharks, and I don't think he played, but I, I've just... Barkley Plager's another one I yeah. knew as well. Jan Erickson. Even though he played technically played for two teams. Hey, Tobias Enstrom. Toby Enstrom. Tobias no, Nick, Nick yeah. Ehlers, yeah. Plinth- Same. He played for two teams, one franchise, yeah. two teams. Yeah. No. One franchise, two teams. Yeah. Is that rare? Hey, there I got you today. go. I get Terry O'Reilly in there. Yeah. <laughs> Jakob Slavin. Philip Forsberg. Wait, no. Never played for oh, the yeah. Caps. Forsberg Wayne never Cashman. played for the Caps. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Matt Dumba? 
Oh, um, that's right, because he hasn't, he hasn't played yet for started. the Coyotes. Yeah, he'll come off the list once he plays with the, the Coyotes this Brian year. Brian yeah. Sutter, amazingly enough. St. Louis Blues, I think. Yep. Vaborny, Dumoulin. Anton Stastny, another one of my era guys. Oh, yeah, Abdocator. Sebastian Nelson. <clears throat> Jimmy Howard. There could be this Aho? many players that have wow. played 500 games for the same team. Tommy Wilson. There's, there's a long, long list there, isn't there? My God. Yeah. Eric does a. Hey. Oh, that's right. He did play just for the. Yeah, I just played for the Blackhawks. I, I would, I would be. Another one. I that... would be worried he didn't play 500 games. William Which Nylander? one? Uh, uh, Daze. Daze. Yeah. With that back end. I wouldn't. You're right. I wouldn't have thought of Daze because all the injuries he had. PJ Axelson. Leon Draisaitl, Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, now we're getting into modern era. Denny Popman. Yeah, Komoye. Yeah. Landeskog, Yerky Lumi. There's a lot There's a you lot can draw guys. on for Mike that Richter. one. It's not as. Uh, Hey, Brent Seabrook. The there best Chicago defenseman, number seven. There you... <laughs> best number seven defenseman right there, baby. There you go, Brendan Gallagher. There's Sam a Makina. lot of guys you can draw on this list that you would yeah. get under 1%. Amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. You could even, even going above 1%. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of... It's a lot of names. From, from, uh, from a lot of eras. Yeah. Gets. Yeah. Gets, Yes. Henrik Lundqvist. Joe Sackick. 26. And then we're back to the top. I mean, OV, if you think OV, about it. 3.2, 3.3. This, this is the top. Pretty much every player that was a very good rookie that signed a contract after their rookie contract was yeah, up is eligible much. for this list. As long yeah, as they didn't get traded during their second contract. Patrick Kane. <laughs> uh, yeah, so all everyone is under 10% in this, this field. Yeah. So there you go. That's crazy. Wild. Well. I blew us out of the water with Ole Yoke. And my right, apologies, man. guys. It's I didn't fine. have anybody else on that list. No, so. that's I. I was yeah. yeah. You, you reach one of those like I was on a roll, and I always hit one that makes me go. Mm, I'm going to need five minutes to think about right. this one. <laughs> didn't think about Brad Norton. Come on, you didn't no, think about John no. Sim. No, no, didn't ring a bell. Brian Dimitri Yuskevich, though. Yeah. Forgot about Yuskevich completely. Yeah. Uh. I keep thinking of him with the Leafs and the Flyers. Yeah, Flyers. Donald Odette. Here's another one. He's here's another guy. guy that's a name that bounced around. Oh, yeah. Odette bounced around late in his career. Yeah. I had no idea Strockett played for the Neither Panthers, did I. Though. Neither did I. I totally forgot that he did. Same with Marco Sturm. Yeah. And, and Sean Burke. <laughs> Sean yeah. Burke, I forgot, played but, with the, the Kings. I yeah, knew he but played. Brian Boyle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sean Leahy's jumping up and down. He loves him, Brian Boyle. He loves him as Brian Boyle. Yeah. All right, Lyle. Got a, all right. We've done it. Yes, we have. Well, have and we. we're a week away now from uh, the start of training camp, guys. We're a week away from me moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How goes the packing, sir? I'd rather not talk about it. Mm, just... Yeah, I've been following Jen. and Yeah, Yeah, it's not fun, man. It's not fun. We'll get there. A lot, a lot of books. A lot yeah. of books. Though I can I can sympathize with Jen's plate. I, I too am, am a am a am a, a collector of books. Though that that's what made me go to a, a Kindle because my <coughs> I was running out of room here. I had to sell a bunch of books and give a bunch away and then, you know, just I only kept like a couple of hundred that I really liked and all the rest now I use my Kindle and now that's like chock full, like almost a thousand Man, books. Seven hundred that... I still have to read. I so I've done that twice in my life. I used to have so many CDs, and then I mm. offloaded the CDs when it went digital. And like now, I just don't even bother, and I just have a Spotify subscription, and I hate it. Mm. And then I have I literally have a bucket of DVDs in my garage, a full <laughs> like mm-hmm. thirty-five gallon bucket or whatever, like the one of the yeah. big 
like things with target that have the handles on the yeah. side that you can snap it shut yeah. mm. right full of dvds but then like i'm not gonna go out to my garage to find a movie i want to watch when i can just rent it for four dollars yeah it's like fuck. and then now it's happening again yeah oh i know oh, like my. i listen i started off like you know yeah i got rid of all my records when we went to cassette and i ran, went to, to cds i got rid of all my tapes and then with with the uh, you know with uh you know the uh mp3s i wound up getting rid of all stuff and then stream blah 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 and it's like yeah i've just stopped i mean yeah i got spotify and i've also got accu radio accu radio though i don't mind because you can make your own playlist so yeah. you know i don't mind that but you can't listen to whole albums which at least i can do on spotify but anyway or on youtube if you don't mind the uh the occasional ads jumping in because exactly. fuck you i'm not going to youtube premium screw you i pay for enough no, shit already never <laughs> Dude, that's like, th- mm, I can't even, I did it once because Hudson hated clicking on the ad button. Actually, yeah. technically he was too young to click on the ad button. So he'd always complain about it. So I always had to do it. I was like, screw it. I'll just do it. And then it just was not, it was like 22 bucks. Mm. It's insanely yeah. expensive to pay for YouTube premium for yeah. what you, and all you get is just no ads. Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. I just, Why is that I, not like $2? You got to draw a line somewhere, right? It's Well, it's it's like with Spotify. You got to put up with their stupid ads all the damn time. But I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not jumping to Spotify premium. I, I, it's just like I grew up with radio. Okay, fine. I'll yeah. list. Well, I can put up with the dumbass ads. Well, I'll just carry on. Spotify premium because I do it and Brittany does it. She mm. uses it running. I now use it when I'm driving. It, yeah. And that, my time in, in the car is a pre, is a premium. <laughs> like I only have a certain amount of time to do what I want to yeah. do in the car. Yeah, you don't need ads. Yeah, yeah. That I can, okay, I can totally dig that, and I can especially dig that when when you're running. You know, and it's a family plan, so it's like fourteen for both of us instead of like eleven for one of us or whatever. No, it's not it is, bad. But whatever. And that's not. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, and it's like with movies. I mean, yeah, I still I I still have like DVDs, but I gave I, again I gave away or or sold. Some as well to include my collection once we went to stream movies and now it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, whatever, I give up, you know? Yeah. You know, so I just, yeah, subscribe to a couple services. Oh, we like them. Besides, it, it it helps too that that movies have sucked over the last 10 years. It's been really hard to find a decent movie to watch, you know? So. Well, the, the thing that I miss about, and we can obviously let you go in a sec. <laughs> yeah. But I do miss... Because, like, buying, I remember buying 40 Year Old Virgin on DVD. I remember buying Jay and Silent Bob on DVD. Yeah. And the best part about it wasn't the movie, it mm. was the extra features on the yeah. second DVD that had all the like outtakes and shit on it. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. No. On no. the digital you, stuff. You miss that nice behind the scenes. You really do. Yeah. You really do. Some of my favorite quotes that I still use with my friends are just from the extra features. On Forty Year Old Virgin <laughs> and Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. Uh, anyway, good yeah. times. No, but it, it's just yeah. With movies now, it's just a lot of them are, are just you know, just garbage. There's not really, you mm-hmm. know, there isn't really very much anymore. I'm trying to find. Oh yeah, uh, one I did see. I I did manage to see a few months ago a, a, a good movie on Netflix, which is 2016's Hell or High Water. Yeah. That was an excellent, an excellent movie, with uh, Chris Pine and Jeff Bridges. That okay. that that was like uh, that was like a, a modern a modern day western, if you will. 
it was sort of like a modern day Western, but you know, if, if you get a chance, uh, check it out. I, I recommend it. It was really well done. Uh, but yeah, movies are, nowadays, it's like, ah, whatever. I'll watch older movies. Cause the new ones are just, it's just the latest superhero shit or some franchise thing or whatever. So who cares? Yeah. There you go. Eh, I'm old and crusty. The, Get si- off the Cisco and Ebert of our show, Lyle and Mark. Good work, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> Two old men talking about shit. Statler and Waldorf. Shit yeah. <laughs> That's our next uh, Face Off Hockey Show feature. Lyle and Mark go. talk shit about movies. Love it. Love it. Let's make it happen, boys. <laughs> Let's make it happen. All right. Uh, Lyle, thanks We definitely again. need some beer for that. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> we will talk to you next week, sir. Talk to you next week. Good luck with the move, brother. It's going to be great. I love it. <laughs> See Bye. you next week. Lawrence <laughs> Inspectors Hockey.net at Spectres Hockey. Mark, shout outs before you die. Uh, shout out to breathing. Yeah. I feel like that's something my brother would say. Yes. Good luck, Sean Leahy, figuring out which one this is. <laughs> um, shout out to Guinness. I had another one of these. Um, what are they called? The Atomic Age. I think it's the same thing I had last week. Mm. So that was good. I won't go over the pairings again because they're the same as last week. All right. Perfect. <laughs> And shout out to, you know, making it through the night. There you go. Love it. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, Shout out to Ebenezer Poker Face Robertson Goodfellow or Ebby Goodfellow, Hockey Hall of Famer. Um, Shout out to getting up to Winnipeg one last time before we get out of there. Um, Nice. It's a fun little town. So we got there during Banjo Bowl uh, game, which was Saskatoon or Saskatchewan against Winnipeg. So CFL football going crazy up there, dog. Um, <laughs> shout out to the uh, I didn't do this a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna do it now. Shout out to the uh, the University of Omaha, Nebraska, 3D printing thing. They printed a mini little cup. Nice. So my Oyo guys have a little cup now. So nice. Love that. Um. Can they hold it? I think they can. I think they can. I do believe they can because I I shaped it to that point there, so I shaped it to the point okay. I needed to hold. So, <coughs> and if not, it's a nice accoutrement uh, when I build that shit back up again. So, um, no, yeah, that's it. That's all. Let's get Mark out of here before he dies. Uh, for Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. Uh, part of Podcast Monsters at FOHS Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, if you guys want to catch us elsewhere, um, patreon.com slash show. That is probably the best bet uh, altogether to pay us money. That'd be great. Uh, but until next week, we will uh, talk to Johnny about his trip to Minnesota. And all that other fun stuff. But until then, peace.